Welcome to Out of the Box with Christine, the podcast for conscious folk. I am your host, Christine Blasdale. This program is intended to bring you a fresh perspective on this thing we call life. And in each and every episode, we're going to dive into the topics that matter most with lively conversations on issues such as business, health, wealth, love, and transformational healing, all with the goal of creating a better world and becoming a happier human being. I will be your tour guide on this epic adventure, and as we embark on this journey, our ultimate goal is going to be one of transformation to our highest potential. And now, let's get out of the box. Welcome back to Out of the Box with Christine. I am your host, Christine Blasdale. And oh, today's show is going to be fun. This is going to be such an awesome show. Please share this with as many people as you can, because my guest today is going to blow your mind. Uh, <laughs> my guest is Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and she is a best-selling author, international namology expert, and just a phenomenal person who is extremely persistent, and I am so grateful that she is. Sharon is the author of the book, Know the Name, Know the Person, and as her tagline says it so best, from the boardroom to the bedroom, your name reveals all. Sharon, I want to welcome you to Out of the Box with Christine. Oh, Christine, I am so thrilled to join you. This is so exciting. And I had mentioned a little bit earlier uh, that uh, your persistence has paid off. You've, you've been very patient with me. And it's what, how long has it been since you've been trying Three to years. get my attention? Three years. <laughs> Three years. That's okay. You've been interesting to follow. And look what I've learned in the meantime. And, you know, you know, what did they say is consistency always pays off. You never want to give up on your goal. It's just a matter of when, not if. <laughs> True that. And you know what they, what do they say? The, the master may appear, but the, the student must be ready to listen or something like that. Or you can't oh, bring a horse to water. Or, I don't the master know. shows up. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the show is all about, really about master teachers that, um, that have come into my life in some way or that I'm aware of. And, you know, everything from health and wellness to relationships, to business. And wonderful, interesting thing about what you do is that it kind of combines all of that. Now, tell our listeners, namology. First of all, what the heck is namology? And are we all going to be starting to pay attention to our names now after this program? Yes, you'll, you, and especially once you know about names, you never look at them the same. You know, you start analyzing right away going, oh, well, I see I could conflict here, but I just need to adjust here to get along or everything. Namology science is the study of the placement of the letters in a name, and they reveal everything. And just like if you're with people that you like, you may behave one way, but if you're with people that you don't care for, you can behave a different way. You have to learn how the letters play together and who likes whom so that they play differently depending on where the, what they're sitting next to. And then the first name reveals the essence of who you are. The middle name, if you have one, is where you change or you adapt where you go when you're under stress. And also, if you believe in reincarnation, that lets us know what you've learned in your most previous last life. Okay, and so what you're bringing forward, and then your last name represents your environment. So you get both nature and you get nurture. 
and the middle name, not many people, we don't pay that much attention to our middle names, do we? No, but it's like your history. And you know, some people, Christine, you think you know them, and then they get under stress, and you think, I don't know this person at all. <laughs> you know, why are they doing that? Right. And, and it's because they go to that middle name. And if the middle name is stronger with more dominant letters than the first name, then that person becomes a procrastinator because they get better work out of themselves when they're under stress. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, so because I never use my middle name um, because it also it's it's a name that doesn't seem like me, and my mom my mom was the one responsible. I think she was mostly responsible for my first name because they were going to call me Nicole, and my mom said no, they're going to call her Nickel and Nikki, and so they went with Christine, and then my middle name is Carol, although the French pronunciation is Carole. <laughs> Does that mean it's got an E on the end? <laughs> well, it should have an E on the end, but on my birth certificate, because it was America and it was back in the, you know, be American days, they spelled it with a, just a C-A-R-O-L. And, okay. but I never use it. I never, I never refer to myself as Christine Carroll. Well, part of why you don't want to use it is because <laughs> Because in there it says that people are going to try to take from you what you don't want to give. Oh, goodness. So they're going to try to take advantage of you. So in other words, when you go under stress, which is when this name comes up, that's when you're the most vulnerable. Right. Right. So the whole idea is don't go under stress. I try not to. <laughs> that's why Christine Blasdale. Christine Blasdale. <laughs> right. And what's really cool is it says that in the, la the most previous last life, that you were learning how to be the one in charge. And then if you look at this name in this life, it says, oh no, I don't have to learn how. I am in charge. I am in charge. <laughs> I'm a producer. I'm a host. I'm an editor. I'm a writer. I do it all. Right. It's very interesting that you said that because you did. You had mentioned to me before we had you know, done the recording and, and we had booked the, the actual show. You, ha you had said there's some really interesting uh, aspects about my name that reflect my personality and you were nailing it well you don't know i mean quite all the details or how something expresses but you get a really good idea like in your name it says you can do things the hard way but you're always going to end up on top so it doesn't matter but you do them the hard way to kick in the memory because you go oh i remember how i did that i'm not doing it that way again and now this time i'm going to do it this way Okay, and that right. you're all family related and family is very important. What I say is the good, the bad, the ugly, the wondrous all comes from family. Okay, mm -hmm. you've got basically a generous heart. You can be quite stubborn, but that also means that you can use that in your behalf and be very persistent to keep you going and achieving what you want to achieve. That you're highly independent, very organized. You know, all of that's in your name. And your name also indicates that you are not about to follow somebody else's rules. You're going to no. make up <laughs> yeah I don't yeah I don't like those other people's rules I mean I I'm I'm legal I'm I don't do anything illegal but at the same time I like to work autonomous I like I I, I enjoy um working by myself and being in control in that aspect so well I yeah. call it independence <laughs> independence I like that I like that a lot so how did you Sharon how did you get started doing that I mean did you, as a child, go, I can't wait to get into nameology? <laughs> no, I think no kid says that. 
But my mom says that when I started talking, I talked in full sentences. And the very first sentence out of my name was, mom, you got my name wrong. <laughs> Which I just think is amazing now that we look back at that. because What? Always really? Well, yes, they called me Sharon. And then when I wouldn't answer to it, I said, no, it's not my name. And all the way through fourth grade, I would get mad when somebody called me Sharon. I'd go, that's not my name. Stop calling me that. I tried every derivative of Sharon you could figure out until my mom went to a wedding and it was conducted by a rabbi and the person that was getting married, they called her name, spelt Sharon, Sharon. And when my mother called me, my whole body vibrated within three days. That was it. I only answered a Sharon. And I thought, how cool. My mom, who I always complain, don't call me that. I don't like that name. It's not mine. And then she, she never forgot. And she still found my appropriate name, spelled the same, but just said differently. And now I noticed too in, in, on, you know, on your website and in, in, in with your writings and, and, and books and everything, you use all three of you, you use your middle name as well. Is that something that you've always done? Uh, pretty much. And the reason for that is there's only like six or seven um, people that have the spelling of Sharon Wyeth. Okay. And the majority of us are all writers. So how do we distinguish ourselves? <laughs> we need to use that middle name. Plus, I put an accent mark on my O to remind visual learners that my name said differently. So, so in the, how, how long ago did you start, uh, did you begin studying namology? Was it something that just kind of came, you know, naturally or was it by accident? Well, actually, it was by accident. I call it by divine intervention. But um, at the beginning of my seventh year of teaching, I was 26. And you know how you do the seating charts because you're just going to put them down randomly. You never want the children to sit where they want to sit when they come in because you've already lost control. Okay. So you, you put them in their own seats saying, I'm the one in charge. And you randomly put the names down because you don't know who's who. Right. And as I was putting the names down, my brain was saying, eh, don't put Joshua next to Julie because together they're going to be clowns, but separated, they're okay. And Stephanie's going to be stubborn, put her on the side. Derek's going to need extra help, put him up close. And anyway, my brain was doing this. And it wasn't until I was doing the seating chart for my fourth class that all of a sudden I went, wait a minute, I don't know these kids. This is how I think once I know them. So what's going on? And I thought, okay, my brain is picking up something. Let me go back and write down what I'm feeling about each child. And all I have is their name. And I'll put it aside until winter break. And during winter break, I'll look at it. And I was so astonished at the accuracy. I went, okay, my brain has figured out some kind of patterning. And let me make what's unconscious conscious. Now, you know, I was a math major in college and I have my master's. So my brain's very well trained in patterns. So then it took me 15 years to figure out all the patterns and the nuances, which I teach in 15 hours and you can do it. I mean, you teach this to easy. people. You, you teach this yeah. to, pe to people. They can be trained by it. And because I'm an expert teacher, having been 40 years in education, I literally can get it across in 15 hours. And after 15 hours, you are able to give somebody a one hour reading. You're that wow. good. Oh, there's and, a, there's a great idea too for uh, business ideas, people that are reinventing themselves right now, especially online, right? It, oh, exactly. Plus, look at all the entrepreneurs that take on any client that comes to them. 
different HR people call me and I'll go, you don't want this one. This one's a headache. I had one just today that I said, you know, he comes across so nice and I, I love so many of the letters in this name, but then he's got betrayal over here. So he's not going to be nice to you behind your back. Do you really want that client? And I said, it's up to you. I'm just telling you what I see, you know? And you have a, and you have a track record. That's the thing. You are very, very valuable, Sharon, to a corporation, to somebody, let's say uh, bringing in a new partner on a business venture, uh, something that a lot is on the line. Boy, oh boy, are you very valuable. <laughs> well, I've told plenty of people to go, this one's going to work. This is what you got to work out the kinks first make these agreements, then it'll work. And other ones I've said, yeah, it sounds all nice and sweet up front, but you watch within six months, I don't see it because this is what's going to come up and you guys aren't going to communicate well. You know, there's going to be miscommunication. And, and the other, the thing I love to do is when HR companies call me and they go, we're having a problem between these two employees. We would like to keep both, but they don't work well together. What do we do? And then I sit down with them and I say, this is what needs to happen. Can you agree to this? Can you agree to that? Oh, well, look. And so far, every time I've been called in, those people are still all working there because they've now worked it out and learned how to work with each other. So you also do conflict resolution as well. You can't. Well, I, you can I guess that's what you call it. I look at it as just name comparison. <laughs> Yeah, but no, it's, it's good, but, it, but that's a very, that's very valuable. Now, did you also, uh, uh, do you also do work with, um, in the, in the justice department or in, um, in any court cases? Yes. So lawyers hire me to solidify their extraordinary courtroom reputations because most lack insight, screening skills, and their own legal secret weapon. You know, so I help them win more cases increase billable hours and possess the secret to influence the judge in their favor and how to select a winning jury. So the bottom line is when I work with lawyers, I help them stack the deck in their favor. So when it comes to the jury, are, are, are they given the jur jurors names? Yes. When they're called in to pick their juries, they're called up by their name. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the minute they're called up by their name, it's like, I can be either in the room with them or I can be a bud in their ear because some lawyers don't want anybody to know that they're working with me, which is a-okay with me. I like being the secret weapon. And so um, I literally, they say the name out loud and we have already gone over ahead of time what criteria they're looking for, how they're going to present the case. Do they want emotion? Do they want logic? You know, do they want people with fine details and memories? Do they want it people easily swayed? You know, who are they looking for in that courtroom? And then I give them a percentage of how well that person matches the previously established criteria. What an incredibly valuable skill set, it, talent, gift you have. Because I'm thinking of all of the things that it's applicable for, as well as, and this, I know that this is um, something you do, and I will, I, will, I will probably call upon your services soon on this, but uh, one of the things that is, so valuable is when someone is is considering or uh, creating a new business or a podcast show or some type of new entrepreneurial endeavor. You know the name. I work with clients all the time, and first of all, I work with so many. I work with so many clients that that's their. They've got the passion. They've got the skill. They have the desire, but then they 
they're trying to come up with a name, I'm just going to refer them to you uh, to work with because the name of a business too is something that you can also help people with, right? Yes. So I jokingly say that entrepreneurs hire me to name their businesses and their products because most are clueless about psychology, the science behind names, and what actually constitutes a really powerful name. So I help them attract more customers, receive more praise, and be unique in their name so that they stand out in their field. So the bottom line is you end up with a name that's really going to attract business to you. And it's the right client. I love that aspect because I've done product development with a a couple clients and it's so funny because they'll have this really amazing product. Like that's why I want to work with them because it's, 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 it's extremely, let's say it's, uh, it's, it's really good for you. It's super, you know, amazingly healthy. It's, it's made very, very well, high quality. It's a win, win, win situation, which is how I work. And my client will have like some name that is like, is so it's like long and it doesn't explain what the thing is and i'll just like as soon as they start talking they oh yeah we're going to call it you know blah 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 and i'm like no <laughs> well i no. have 15 criteria what i want from a person if i'm going to make up the name i want 10 attributes that you want somebody to know subconsciously immediately upon hearing your name Okay, because you're going to hit into that psychology of the person. Then I want to know 10 attributes of who do you want to work with? What's your ideal client? Because you want to attract the right people to you. Okay. Amen. And then I want a really good description of what is it your business is about. Okay. So one that I've been given permission to, to name because most of them I stay quiet. There's a lot of names out there that I've done, but I stay pretty quiet on it. Yeah. Um, and Melinda Whitstock came up with a interactive podcast where it's like gaming, but you're with a podcast and we call it Podopolo. What and is it called? Podopolo, like a podcast, Poddopolo. Podopolo, Podopolo. Because it's fun. It's fun to say, and it's gaming and it's on a podcast. Oh my God. And it's, and, and it's a whole, and that can actually be a, a whole genre, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. And it, just like Marco Polo, we're all talking about him 500 years afterwards and we're playing games in the pool with Marco Polo. And so I took some of that with Podopolo and said, we're going to borrow from that so it can stay well known and go universal and people are going to remember it. But you also want podcasting in there. So it starts with the pod yeah. and then we play with it. So Podopolo. Now it took us a while to come up with that, but you know, I'm oh, looking no, it's at great. what she gives me. It's great because then there's also all of the, there is actual, the actual games. Like if you wanted to do Podopolo games or something like that on your, on, you know, on your phone, that would be super, super, because it's fun to say. Exactly. Yes. And, oh, and then she got a really clever person, very, very clever. And I, I want to be introduced to this person so I can recommend her to actual do the lettering. And it just looks fun when you look at the word because the lettering was so good with the logo. And that's all about branding is, is, is having, is having something that rolls off the tongue really well, that is easy to remember. And also then it comes in with that font. It comes in with that artwork that is so critical. Yes. It's, it's the marriage of the, of the two. Oh my gosh. So, so, so what is your favorite uh, or who is your favorite client? What is your favorite thing to do when it comes to nameology? What do you love to do? I know you love all well, of it, but. 
I, I really do love all of it. I have two favorite parts. First, we love to create a name for a business because I get my whole team, which is very, very diverse. And after I've played Scrabble with the letters that will give and match what they've told me, then I start using my team or utilizing my team to give me feedback and how do you feel and how does this ring to you? And there's such a diverse group that all five have to say, yes, we like it before I ever even talk to the client and say, we've come up with some names for you. Ooh, I like that. And then we, and we check them against different languages because like whoever named Volkswagens to Guan, that whatever, that is the name of a tribe in Africa that are very generous when you go there and then they kill you as you're leaving and then they're cannibals. And I thought, why would you name of a car after this tribe in Africa that's known for killing that lives in Timbuktu? Hello, somebody didn't do their research. <laughs> so we check before we ever talk to the client to suggest names. We check different languages. We check um, that the URLs are available because you can have the best name. And if you can't get the URL, it's not a best name. You know, I mean, right. we do right. all kinds of work before we ever come back to the client and go, we think we've got it for you. So I love that because it's a huge challenge, you know, just to get the right name that's going to meet all the conditions. The other thing I really love to do is once a parent knows what they want to name their child, and I say once they know, because according to the, when there's still only seven religions on the planet, uh, they all agree that the incoming soul impresses upon the one naming them what they want to be called. Okay. So you're getting the name and in that name is literally your timing, your purpose, why you're here, your gifts, your challenges, all of it. So I look at the name that they want to call their child and I say, how can we make this easier? Same lessons, same everything. What can we tweak with this name, with the spelling so that the child gets what they want, but we turn it into success and make it easier to get there. God. Do, do people who are, do, do parents, uh, to parents to be uh, people who are pregnant, do they contact you and say, if it's a boy, what should the name be? If it's a girl, what should the girl's name be? Do they do that? Yes, they yeah. do. They do. And, and there's certain names that I think don't any of these names, <laughs> you know, please don't. But, but really I say, get the name from the soul. What are you being impressed upon? Let me help you spell it. Let's make it easier. So we're giving the soul what the soul wants. And at the same time, we're helping the soul get there faster. Right. Oh, wow. That's exciting. So the other one I get a lot of calls on is people are getting married. Should I take that last name? Should I oh. not take that last name? What's my life going to be different if I do? Like when I got married, I didn't know Namology Science at the time. And that last name, taking it, which I had to because I got married in Germany and you have to have both the same last name. That's a law over there. Otherwise, I wouldn't have taken it. Um, it introduced a, a combination that causes violence after seven years of marriage. Oh. And so anyway, so I'm divorced. He's a husband. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because yeah. he was my husband at one time. But I just look at that and I think if that's going to show up in somebody's new last name, if they take that last name, I'm like, that's the only time I go, please don't take the name. Other than that, I say, 
this is what your life's like now, the type of people that you attract, because that's what's in your last name. So like you like to attract people that don't follow rules. <laughs> they can think for themselves, yes. that have imagination, that want to go someplace, and that basically have a generosity of heart. Yes. Okay? That's who you're attracting to you. And the people that you can nurture, and they will grow underneath your type of nurturing. Okay? Yes. And they have morals and ethics. Because your last name definitely screams, you better have some morals and ethics. <laughs> so, so that's what you're attracting to you. Okay? So our last name always says, what are we attracting? Okay? So all I do is say, this is what you're attracting now. And if you take that last name, now this is what you're going to be attracting. And you decide, which one do you want? It's your life, not mine. I'm just here to give you information. Now, there's certain things in the last name that it could say, you know, now you're going to be owned by the parents, the grandparents or the his parents. You're going to have to follow their rules. They're going to expect you to fall in line. So there's going to be conflict with the in-laws if mm. you take the last name. I mean, we can go through that and say, and then this is how you deal with it. Because the coolest part, Christine, is that all the answers of how to get around something sit in your name. Really? Yes, that's why you can do conflict resolution and everything else. It all just sits in the name. It's literally screaming, learn how to read me. I will solve all your problems as you're going through life because my, your answers are right here. So, so also, so that changes the person. So, so my wife, uh, she took my last name. Uh, so she's now Tracy Blasdale. Her last name before was from a, a former marriage. But um, taking my name, so taking Blasdale as her last name ch changes her energy, changes her changes dynamics. Changes who she attracts into her life. Changes so who she attracts. Okay, okay. that you attract to your life she's now going to start attracting to her life. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I so see it that. It changes who you attract to you. So sometimes it's like, yeah, I'd rather have that kind of person attracted to me. And other times it's like, no, nah, I'm comfortable with the kind I've already got coming in this way. <laughs> you know, but that's for the person to decide. I mean, I look at it that people call me for information. And then I give suggestions. You know, I never advise them because I don't want to add vice to their life. I simply say, you know, here's some suggestions on how you can work this out. Take what feels right, throw the rest away. But that's what the names say. That is, that is great advice. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you've done, obviously, and if you have... I have, cause I haven't seen all of your writings and everything like that. Have you written on famous people, their names and what that means as far as uh, bringing out their, the dynamics of who they you know, are? If I could figure out how to work this technology to you, YouTubes, I would pick a famous person every day and say, this is what we now know behind the scenes. <laughs> I would definitely do that. I have got to figure out how to use the technology. Oh, I'm getting, well, we're going to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's that's what I do. <laughs> um, because so I mean, let's uh, and and I and and you know, it doesn't matter where people are on the political spectrum. Um, so someone like Donald Trump. Now I've I've interviewed someone who does handwriting analysis, which is different because that is an energy right on how they they write their name, not so much on the power of their name or what their name says. But if if I gave you a couple names of famous people would you be able to would you be able to do that on the fly or do you need it's like time oh no i can do it on the fly because i created the system so i have it all memorized okay. 
Okay. So Donald, Donald every, J. Trump. Donald J. Trump. Everybody understands, Christine, that everybody has positive and everybody of has challenges. Of course. And so, if people don't, then they're not, uh, they should not be listening to the show. <laughs> because if you say something positive about him and the people don't like him. Oh, like, come on oh. now. Yeah, that we're not kids. Yeah, no, there are. Something that here's, their, here's his challenge and people love him. They go, oh, <laughs> you know, but we all have all of it. We don't think so. we don't think black and white here or red and blue here. <laughs> so in Donald Trump, his name starts and ends with God. So what his concept is of the divine is what drives him and motivates him and who he's working for. So if you ask him, he's working for God. He's not working for anybody else. He's working for his understanding of the divine concept. Gotcha. Okay. Then he has, he likes to nurture. He loves being the boss. <laughs> you <his> think? <laughs> <laughs> that's in his name though. He just, that's one of his things. He just loves being the boss. He loves to tell other people what to do. He's very logical in his thinking processes. He'll go from step A to step B to step C. He doesn't skip steps. He doesn't try to gerrymander something. He really wants step by step. How are we going to do this? And he works everything out. Okay. Okay. Um, his challenge is in a little bit of organization or getting things uh, done in the way he wants it done. I think he usually gives that to others. And once he's worked it out, um, he has in his name um, a temper. There's a combination. There's four combinations that show temper, but each one says what ignites that temper. And his combination says, when systems don't work, I get upset. Mm. So anything that's broken bothers him and he's gotcha. got to go in and fix it. Okay. Gotcha. Now how he fixes it, some may be happy with, and some may not, but he is a fixer. Okay. Gotcha. Now he has another combination and every combination has a challenge with it and a gift with it. And so the goal is utilize the gift, overcome the challenge. So in this combination, the challenge is illusion. We don't see things clearly. Okay. However, the gift is that we can rise above and we have such high expectations that now we're going to bring everybody up to it. Gotcha. Gotcha. So that we've got a whole new idea that somebody hasn't thought of before. Okay. So you take that illusion and then you bring it up and you make it a reality. Right. Right. Okay? But it okay. starts as, you know, you're off your rocker there, <laughs> you know, and then well, that's why it, he's been able to build so many also with buildings and, and, and some very large projects in his life. He's been able to do as well. Right. Because you start with an idea that other people think, eh, yeah, this isn't it. And then you end up with creating it because you hold this high esteem, this high picture, this, this grandiose thing. Okay. Same thing for running for president. You know, so, right. you know, it's, it's interesting because a lot of people say he's really got a big ego. Ego literally does not show up in his name. However, being on top does. So if we want to look at it that way, if I was a gold medalist, in an Olympic sport, and I said, I'm the best there is. Is that ego or is that fact? And so when Trump says, hey, I'm really good at this, some people may say that's ego, but in his name, it reads as, I'm not going to do anything if I can't be on top. And so mm. it's fact for right. him. Right, right. For okay. him, and exactly. It's different between ego and fact, and it's coming from his perspective. It also has in his name, 
that he can pull in people that are not honest. And I think that attributes that revolving door because yeah. that's in there in his name that he can pull people to him that are not honest and it takes him a while to figure it out. Gotcha. Okay. On the other hand, it also pulls in people that are only going to do what they want to do and that have a lot of power of influence. That's all in his name. So I think it's interesting. That's a really wow. version of this is what's in his name. And I, as a little running joke, you know, in the Bible, it says we're going to be at the end times and the trumpets will roar. Right. And if you look at who our leaders are, it's Trump Pence. Are the Trump Pence whirring? <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. It's just something to think about, you know, because I like to play with names. <laughs> well, speaking of playing with names, too, here's so so there's one thing uh, with someone who has a first name and a last name or a first name and a middle initial and a last name. Um, but those folks that are in our um, I don't know, in our stratosphere, uh, in our conscious, in our um, in our social uh, world, some people have one name or they go by one name, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking of, I mean, there's, there's a few different people that you could say, but someone that it was really um, big when I was growing up and my, actually my mom looked like her a lot is Cher. And Cher is just a C-H-E-R. I don't even know what Cher's, I mean, she, she used to be married oh, to no. Sonny Bono, but I, yeah. I don't, I think she's just called share now. I'm right. certain. But um wondering what you're getting off of off of the name share. In in that name, it says, I'm gonna be well known, I'm gonna be remembered, good or bad, they're all gonna notice what I do. Boom. <laughs> Mic <Okay>. drop. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be competitive, I'm gonna be in charge of me. Nobody else gets to be in charge of me. I'm gonna be the one in charge of me. And it says, I'm going to do things the hard way. I'm going to learn from them and I'm not doing them that way again, but I'll be making a lot of mistakes along the way, but that's how I continually grow and learn. And it says, I'm a detective. I'm going to get to the bottom of everything. I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to notice everything. I notice design. I notice what things look like. If there's a crooked picture on the wall, I'm going to walk by and straighten it out because it looks better. I'll notice what people are wearing. I'm going to always notice what I'm wearing. Is it appropriate for the occasion? Looks are very important. But she's a detective, and she has something about her that everybody wants to spill their beans and secrets. So I'm sure she knows everybody's background and secrets. You know, there's those people that can get stuff out of you, and you go, I don't know why I told them that. I don't tell them. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but you would tell Cher. Yeah, exactly, because it's Cher. <laughs> well, and, it's, and she's trustworthy on that. Yeah. She can keep Yeah, she can. Uh, there's something, I don't know, there's something very endearing about her. Uh, um, I, just, I just adore an aspect of, of Cher. And it's not just, it's not so much even her, her singing or, or anything like that. Um, she's it's, a thinker. Yeah, she's smart. She's yeah, she's a thinker, smart. and she doesn't open her mouth just to garbage, you know. Exactly. Right. No small but, talk either, right? Yeah. Well, well, what I call it diarrhea of the mouth. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> she does not have that. <laughs> what are some other um, this maybe people that we would uh, recognize and know that you have done um, that you've already done 
uh, analysis on uh, based on their names that are some famous folks that you can drop some information on with our listeners and our viewers. Okay, so Lady Gaga is like um, two different personalities. So when she's performing and she goes by Lady Gaga, it's like she morphs into this person that's flexible, changeable, uh, attempting to change society and societal norms. And she's morphing into as someone who's highly likable, incredibly self-confident, you know, and it's like, look at me and I'm going to change the way we do things. Okay. But if you look at her individual name, that's Stephanie, and then that last name that is not even coming to me, but I've done her name so many times. It's like, she's shy. She's quiet. She's reserved. She likes her private time. She doesn't feel like she fits in. I mean, such a difference than being Lady Gaga and being out there and everybody loved me type of thing. But she, her insecurities would come out. Her, you know, and she's another one that's a wonderful listener. And she really hears what people are saying. Quite stubborn, but very persistent. You know, that's the, the challenge side and the gift side. Yeah. Of the, and but to think that she's independent, generous heart, but doesn't feel like she fits in. And then she morphs into this Lady Gaga. And my gosh, everybody wants to fit in with her. You know, right. what a difference. <laughs> right. She's created an alter ego. Yeah, exactly. And then it's, it's just out there. And it's a character. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And, and everybody knows that name too. I mean, my goodness. What is, what are some other uh, examples of, of people that you've done uh, a little analysis on? Uh, I'm trying to think because I'm so used to, I know Christine, this sounds weird, but I'm so used to once I've done a name that I protect everybody's privacy that it's like, okay, I've dropped that one oh, now. <laughs> Well, should like, we come up with a name? Should we just, should sure, we just? Because it's, it's really like I get through giving a reading for somebody and I go through what are, what are the benefits of having your mom? What are the benefits of having your dad? You know, and benefits include, you don't have to have liked how you gained that, but if you hadn't had them, you wouldn't have gotten this piece. You don't gotcha. have to like their methods, but this is your advantage of having them for parents. And then I go through the seven reasons why you're here. Why did you come? What did you want to learn? What did you want to experience? You know, why, what's your purpose? And I always do, that's what I can cover in the first half hour of a reading with somebody. But when I'm done, and then they can ask questions in other people's names, you know, that they're concerned about. Yeah. But when I'm done, I shred my notes and I delete, I send them an email copy and I send them a disc and then I delete it all off my computer. So it's like, okay, we're done. And I don't, that's my way of protecting their privacy. Very good. Oh, that's, that's actually very, very cool. Yeah. That is but very now cool. when they call again, all I have to do is look at the name and I go, Oh, I remember this person. Cause I remember all blah, 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 all about their name again. <laughs> you well, know, here, I'll, th I'll throw out, okay. I'll throw out someone that is no longer, no longer with us, but um, uh, let's put out Marilyn Monroe. Okay. So I'm, I'm writing it cause I'm a visual learner. Okay. So in Marilyn Monroe, she could stand up for other people if she thought something wasn't fair and fairness was very important to her, but she would choke and have a very hard time standing up for herself. Okay, and that's probably something that a lot of people wouldn't know about her. She also um, had other people manifesting for her because she was learning how to manifest. That was not a talent of hers, but other people would help her and so she would improve and get where she was going based on other people's work versus her own even though she would contribute. 
okay, mm. in her name. Uh, she was very honest, according to her name. And she would have other people take from her what she didn't want to give. And when that shows up in a name, it can show up as rape that they're taking physically, or it can show up as theft of belongings. It can show up as emotionally giving her things to worry about. So they're stealing her peace of mind. It can show up mentally where they're stealing her ideas and claiming them as theirs. It can show up spiritually as bad thoughts about her. Okay. And therefore you feel those vibrations or you get that energy. So she has it in that name that people will take from her what she doesn't want to give. But it also says in there, she was very logical. And so she would look at an idea and say, what are the steps of this? What do we have to do? Where's the planning? So she wasn't a dummy. No, okay. no, I didn't. She wasn't yeah. a dummy at all. And she was always, it says in her name that she would always have self-confidence and belief in herself. Oh, that's great. That's so important. That's so, so important. Yeah, I have a, I have a, a connection with her. Um, I, I don't know how or why I just do. I have a connection with her very much so. Well, um, I think she was very authentic for who she wanted to be. And she attempted to keep that authenticity, even though people around her attempted to mold her into different facets. I think looking at her name that she fought to hold on to her own authenticity behind the scenes. Yes, I, I do too. And I think she was f much more intelligent than, um, than people gave her credit for or, um, and, and what you were talking about, uh, about people taking from her that what she does not want to give that seemed to be a lot of her life. Um, and even in, even in death, even after, um, people, you know, making money off of her images and things like that too, as well. Yeah. And it sits right there in the name, but you know, if she was interviewed and if it was honest reporting, because I think there's a lot of spin out there, but if it was honest reporting, you would believe what she told you. You know, if she said something happened, she wouldn't make it up. She has no exaggeration in her name. So she wouldn't exaggerate it. She just hear the facts. Yeah. And she was very observant. And what I think maybe people probably didn't see is that she was incredibly sensitive to criticism and wanting to shut down and quit when criticized. Mm. Yep. I feel that. Okay. Here's another one for you. Okay. And this is another one that I actually, that I definitely feel and um, feel connected to on, on some levels. Uh, Princess Diana. So it's, it, her name was originally was Diana Spencer. Then uh, when she was married to, well, I don't even know what was, what was, uh, we just know, I just know her as Princess Diana. Yeah. So this is interesting. It's just like, let me, let me backtrack for a minute and just show you a little bit of how this works. Okay. okay. So like in Marilyn Monroe, I said she would have self-confidence her entire life. Self-confidence is in the letter L. Now there's always two to three ways of getting the same quality. So we all don't have to have the same letter in our name to, to have the same quality. Okay. But self-confidence is really in the little, the letter L. Now, when L comes toward the beginning of the name, it means you're born with self-confidence and you get to keep it unless it's followed by an A. If it's an L-A, you lose it. And then depending on the rest of the letters, whether you regain it or not. But if it's in the middle of the name, like in Maryland, you get it your entire life. It sits right there in the middle. Mm -hmm. If it's at the end of the name, 
then every year you get more self-confident than you were the year before. Okay. Okay. So for example, in the name Millen, the L's are right in the middle, always will have self-confidence. Mm. Okay. Beautiful. Because it's in the middle. Yes. Okay. And so, um, and if it's in the, let's say it's the beginning of a last name, then that L is going to say other people help you gain your self-confidence. Okay. So by being around the people you're attracting, they believe in you. And so that helps you feel self-confident. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So now we're looking at Princess Diana. And so it's really how the letters play. But look at what she was called. Princess Di. What's everybody telling her to do? Princess Di. Okay. I mean, look at all that energy going toward, you're not going to live long. Princess Di. Wow. You know, you're subconsciously programming everybody to help her die. I hadn't even, hadn't even thought of that. Okay. Then her first name, Diana, ends in an A. And this is true of anybody whose name, first name ends in an A. They think it's very important to be liked and to be likable. Okay. But they're not going to change who they are and able to get somebody to like them. Correct. Okay. But they've made, they've worked on themselves. So they've made themselves likable. Okay. Now, in contrast, let's say a name ends in a Y. Okay. Like Tracy. Mm -hmm. It ends in a Y. It means they're a chameleon. They are so naturally likable. They know how to adjust and how to fit in with any group that they want to fit in with. And the key is, do they want to? Correct. <laughs> okay. So, and the why will adjust. So, oh, this group doesn't appreciate this so much about me. I just won't show them this part when I'm with them to keep them at ease. Okay. So the people whose name ends in a Y, they adjust. So everybody loves them. Where the mm -hmm. people who end in an A say, there's nothing that I should need to have to adjust about. <laughs> I'm already likable. Okay. Right. So right. that's what I'm saying. It's like different ways of getting the same likability, but it's, there's tweaks to it. Okay. So in Princess Diana's name, it says, I want to make the world a better place. I was born to have influence. Um, I learn, and this is going to sound weird, but I learn or have learned something that's not right about sexuality. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So whether she was taught she had to abstain until she was married or whether she was taught if you do this, you're going to go to hell if you're not married <laughs> or, or whether, you know, anyway, she was taught something that. Oh she had yeah. To oh yeah. Well, the whole thing was that she had to be a virgin. Okay. So Her whole, I mean, uh, that she needed to be a virgin in order for her to be engaged to what Prince, what's his name? Yeah. <laughs> that was so, the whole thing because she couldn't be tainted, you know? Goodness. So, but it's literally there in her last name that you've been taught something extreme about sex. So it could be extreme with abstinence or it could be extreme the other direction. Okay. But right. it's an extreme that needs to come into the middle and, and find out that when love's present, this is absolutely an enjoyable activity. Right. Okay. Right. So, so it also says that she's going to bring smart people to her, but it's, but right next to the smartness is the power of influence. So she's going to bring smart people to her that want to control her to use her as their power and influence. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in other words, to take advantage of her. And then 
her name says, I have my own ethics, morals, and she would have been deeply religious, not spiritual, but religious. And then as she gained in age, she would have gained spirituality. Gotcha. Okay. So it's and very independent. And her name also says that all the good, bad, ugly, and wonderful all come from family. And family Ooh. is the most important people in her life. Yeah. You know, and that she wanted to be included. Her name says it was very important for her to be included. And mm. so that's how she gained her own self-esteem was by when other people wanted to include her. So I look at that and I always think how interesting it is that things play out. So when she didn't feel included through her, her marriage with those people, then she felt included when she went to the media. Now she's being included. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and also um, going out, outside and being a, um, a representative for different groups. And I know like with the landmines, um, being out in the public, the public included her, the public embraced her, whereas the, the royal family, there was uh, issues with, with her and her, being, and her being public as well. Right. And then the IA combination. So this is true of anybody who has the IA, like in the name Diana, is that you work really hard for humanity or the important people in your life. Mm -hmm. You either include everybody as humanity or it's, hey, these people are important to me, so I'm going to work very hard so that they also benefit. Wow. Yeah. And so and you look at what she did. And that's where you find it. It's in that IA. So it's kind of cool because the letters don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat or an atheist or a believer or whatnot. It, it doesn't matter. Those same letter combinations will mean the same thing in everybody's name that has them. Oh, you know, that's, that's where they're coming from. Just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Sharon, why don't you tell, um, tell our listeners a little bit about how they can get in touch with you. And also you had mentioned earlier too, that you do teach people how to do what you do. And so that's a lot of do's. That's a lot of do-do's. Um, <laughs> but, but let people know how they can, how they can reach you. And, and of course, how they can um, start studying under you or take, taking some courses. Well, the easiest way to reach us is to go to the website, which is Know the Name. And all three of our books start with Know the Name. So it's Know the Name, Know the Person, which is all about the personality. Know the Name, Know the Spirit, which is how do you find your purpose in life. And Know the Name, Know how to connect if you're just wanting to know how to improve your relationships without going a deep dive. Okay. <laughs> so it's knowthename.com. So it's knowthename.com. And if you're not in a place where you can write it down and later on you're thinking, oh, I need to remember that name. What was that name? I really need to know the name. And then you can go, oh yeah, that was it. Knowthename.com. <laughs> so that's the easiest way. And we have all different ways of getting this information across. So the books are the least expensive on my website, but you can get them at Barnes and Nobles. You can get them at Amazon. I mean, they're out there. Uh, but they are the least expensive on the website. And I literally do that because my purpose is get the information out there. Okay. Yes. And then you can, so you can teach yourself through the books. I didn't hold anything back. It's all there. Okay. And then, um, and later on at the end of this year, we're going to have know the name, know the health because your health predispositions show up in your name. Mm -hmm. so that's coming out. It, it looks like November is what we're aiming for. Great timing. Yes. By the way. Great Christmas. timing. 
Sharon. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and then, um, and then you can get it that way. You can get individual readings if you don't want to learn it for yourself, but you want the knowledge that it, what's in there. You just call and you can literally sign up and schedule yourself on the website under the services page. And then you can take a class online in person, or we have a kit that we send out where, you, and a lot of people prefer the kit because they can listen to it over and over again if they want to, where if it's in person, you hear it once and you got to grab it, even though I give a lot of mnemonic devices because I'm used to being a teacher in the classroom. I oh even give you brag sheets. So after a certain section, it's like, okay, get to brag. How much of this do you remember? And then that becomes your cheat sheets, your summary sheets afterwards. I mean, everybody who takes it goes, oh my God, we can tell she's been a teacher. <laughs> well, you're, no, that's the, that's the beautiful thing is that you are a teacher. You've been a teacher and you know how we learn and you know the different ways that we learn. But I just love the fact that, um, that people too can just right now, they can go to your website, knowthename.com. They can just go there and they can find out what their, you know, what their name you know means or maybe also maybe the a person that they're interested in you never know um but they can find that out um so quickly and 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 also get them started on that journey of discovering what what names mean and and the importance of them i love i love what you do i think it's awesome i think it's very very cool and Thank if you, you want to come back anytime you just let me know Okay. okay, thank you. You know what I would really like to share with your group? I always think you've got to take a tool away, something that you've learned that you can apply right away. Yes, okay, okay? go for it. So really quickly, if somebody's vowels, the first vowel and the first name, it doesn't have to be the first letter. Like in Alicia, A is the first letter. But in Sarah, A is the second letter, it's still the first vowel. In Sharon, it's the third letter, but it's still the first vowel. Gotcha. Okay, so if you're looking at the first vowel of a name, and the first vowel is an A, an O, or a Y, get to business, get it done, then go play. Because the minute you say, hi, how are you, they're already tuning you out. So gotcha. start with, you know, I called because I want to know blah, 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 or can you do whatever, you go right to business. On the other hand, if the first vowel is an E, an I, or a U, you need to start with, hi, how are you? How's it going? How's your day? You need to connect first or they go, wow, they don't even care about me and they're tuning out. So just that, if you just know those first vowels of the first name, you will know how to greet somebody and how to connect. Oh my God, you're a business coach too, Sharon. <laughs> and you'll know how to pitch. And you'll know pitching, how, yeah, yeah. Pitching, if, the, if the person you are pitching to has an A, an O, or a Y, you say what you can offer, and then you tell about yourself and why you're qualified. However, if it's an E, an I, or a U, you talk about how you're qualified and how you can serve their people, and then you talk about what you can offer. Oh, you connect first. I, just, I just can apply problems. that to so many people. Oh my gosh. So you are awesome. I always like to leave with a little jewel, you know, let's improve our relationships just by knowing how we start. <laughs> Thank you, darling.
Thank you so oh, much. My pleasure, Christine. Hey, this is such a pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me on your show. Oh, any anytime. You're welcome back anytime. We can do other shows and we can go into in-depth conversation. My guest today has been Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and her website is knowthename.com. Go check it out. See the work that she does. Get her books. Get all three of them, and then get ready for the health book coming. Thank you so very much, Sharon, again. And I want to thank you, wonderful listeners and viewers, for uh, for joining us on this hour. And if you want more information about this podcast, go to outoftheboxwithchristine.com. Until next time, bye for now. Well, that wraps up another edition of Out of the Box with Christine, the podcast for conscious folk. And it has been an absolute honor being with you today. For more information on this program, please visit outoftheboxwithchristine.com. And if you'd like to book a private coaching session on how to expand your business or how to create your own podcast, feel free to contact me directly at christineblasdale.com. That's christineblasdale.com. I would love to help you navigate this journey called life. Until then, remember as always to think outside that damn box. Bye for now.